The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, what an amazing match between Real Madrid and Chelsea. It was the rematch that everybody was looking forward to from the semifinals of last season. And quite frankly, not uh, which was, you know, well expected, Real Madrid came in the game hell-bent on extracting revenge from Chelsea. And Real Madrid is determined to win the Champions League for the 14th time. And Chelsea is determined to successfully defend the title and pull off yet another miracle in hopes of winning the title again. Well, the way the game went, at first started out as expected. But the second half, I mean, the first half was one thing of itself. You know, as far as Real Madrid is concerned. But the second half, as far as Chelsea's concerned, I mean... You know, Chelsea was just hell-bent on just finding ways to get back in the game. Because, you know, because, you know the fact that they had just come off a loss at home to Brentford, losing 4-1. to And now here they are losing at first 2-0 at home, you know, within the first 25 minutes of the game. And they're kind of being overwhelmed. They're being dominated. You know, back-to-back embarrassing home losses. Chelsea was not going to settle for it. They were they were not going to stand for this. But it, honestly, you can't blame them now, can you? I certainly can't. <laughs> because in Chelsea's case, the fact that they have so much talent, they have a brilliant manager, you know, these kinds of losses shouldn't be happening, especially the fact that they have the best goalkeeper in the freaking world. Now... We can't blame the sanctions involving Roman Abrazamovich, you know, and everything. Like, you, you, you just can't. Because believe it or not, and, and, and I'm not I'm not kidding. And by the way, it, it's Roman Abramovich. I didn't mean to say that wrong. But you can't really blame that on, on what's been going on right now. Because, you look, the players are focusing on, on the game. So, 
And, but I understand the stress and the pressure, but look, you know, the sanctions and everything like that, I mean, you, you can't really decide that that has anything to do with the result of this game. But, man, you know, the way the game started now, I watched this game, and I'm glad I didn't even miss a second of it. I thought it was going to be a little bit late, but thankfully, I was able to catch every single minute of the game. Because this is one of those games where it's not so much that every minute of the game counts, as far as I'm concerned, so I can have great content for this uh, show. But the fact that it was every single second of the game counted, because every single second of the game was a thriller like, mom like moment. Like, anything could have happened. I didn't even know what to expect. I certainly didn't expect Real Madrid, to, Real Madrid excuse me, to jump to a 2-0 lead within the first 25 minutes, courtesy of two Kareem Benzema header goals, both of which were in about a two to three minute span. It's hard to tell exactly how long it was during that time, but I can tell you this, it was somewhere between two and three minutes, okay? And a span like that, to score two goals off of a header, that, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely beautiful. The first header, the first header that Benzema had, Incredible. I mean, the second one was great too, but the first one, huh, oh boy. I mean, we've seen recently how Kareem Benzema and Vinicius Jr. have really been building quite a dynamic duo within each other. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, Real Madrid has has heavily improved the team chemistry, the winning mentality. I mean, Real Madrid is really becoming the true Real Madrid that the world knows. The Real Madrid that has dominated on the pitch. The Real Madrid that knows how to win the title. The Real Madrid, you know, honestly, I, I don't know if I should say they're becoming the Real Madrid that won three consecutive titles from 2016 to 2018. But, you know, the fact that Kareem Benzema, he might he may be 34 years old, but he is still in the prime of, and top form of his career, and he is not showing any signs of slowing down soon. I mean, God knows how much longer Kareem Benzema has. But right now, there are no signs of slowing down, so who knows? <laughs> he is still an absolutely prolific, unique goal-scoring machine. <sighs> I just have a feeling that in the World Cup this winter, Kareem Benzema has the potential of winning the award for the tournament's best player. Provided, of course, France can pull off the impossible and win the title again, which would be huge. But I'm telling you, Kareem Benzema, man, the dude just doesn't cease to amaze me. You know, he never, he, he never, he never disappoints. I mean, he doesn't have. Sometimes he has bad games, but overall, as a whole. Kareem Benzema is just absolutely outstanding. You know, I should mention. You know, I mentioned that he he can be the best player in the World Cup. You know, hell, let me take it up a notch. He could win the Ballon d'Or this year. And if he does win it, he it is well-deserved. You cannot deny the fact that he is more than a worthy candidate. Okay? Now, as far as other candidates go, no doubt in my mind, Robert Lewandowski is also a candidate. Quite frankly, Robert Lewandowski was robbed of, of the Ballon d'Or because until last year, it should have been him, not Lionel Messi. Huh. Not at all. But Kareem Benzema, man, you know, check this out. According to Opta Joe on Twitter, Kareem Benzema and Vinicius Jr. have combined for five UEFA Champions League goals this season. That is the outright most of any duo in this season. You see? A dynamic duo. 
Vinicius Jr., a young kid, I believe 21 years old. And you know, Kareem Benzema, 34. So you have the, the legend who's still amazing, teaching, guiding the young guy. It's like, you know, I, don't even know how to exp- I don't even know how to explain it, honestly, without just keeping the excitement, the adrenaline in. You got Vinicius Jr., who's, the fu- who's a future prospect, you know, heavy potential for the future of Real Madrid, and he is being guided and he is being taught by Kareem Benzema. I mean, the fact that Vinicius Jr. could be playing alongside Kylian and Bappe very soon, I mean, that's not only going to impact Vinicius Jr., that's going to impact Rodrigo, it's going to impact Eduardo Camavinga, you know, all, of, all those guys have a future with the club. I mean, they have a huge future in soccer. They all have potential of being the next big name. Next big names! It doesn't have to be just one big name. These guys are the future of the, of the sport. The future of their country, future of their club. Man. And speaking of Kareem Benzema, you know I love I I love Opta Joe. You know how they they they, they provide the, the the facts that are so well needed because we learn something. Kareem Benzema became the first French player to reach ten plus goals in a single Champions League season. He is the first to do so since the European Cup. Well, since uh, Juste Fontaine did it back in 1958-59, who also scored ten goals. So basically, to kind of clarify, because I might have botched it a little bit, Karim Benzema became the first French player to reach 10-plus goals in a single campaign in Champions League history. And he's the first to do so in European Cups since Juste Fontaine in 1958-59. Now, back then, the cha- it wasn't the Champions League, it was the European title. But man, you know, you know, at this point, Karim Benzema, really a no-brainer. The dude's definitely going to have to be on the squad for the French national team. I mean... <laughs> After all those years of saying that he shouldn't be on the squad because of the whole blackmailing scandal, and then Benzema comes back on the national team, immediately picks up where he left off, scores scores goals left and right, helps France win the Nations League title. <laughs> Kareem Benzema reminded me he that how much France needs him. Oh boy. And, you know, the fact that you know uh, Real Madrid wing three one and Kareem Benzema scored a hat trick in this game against Chelsea. I should mention he scored that hat trick in the second leg against Paris Saint Germain in the round of sixteen. He goes from that he scores another hat trick this time against Chelsea. And check this out: since Thomas Tuchel, his first uh, Champions League game in charge. I, 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 I always forget if it's excuse me if it's Tuchel or Tuchel, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. But anyway, since Thomas Tuchel. Took over his in, in, since he took charge in his first Champions League game. Chelsea had kept a total of ten clean sheets in fifteen games. That is the most of any team, and not only that, they allowed the lowest goals conceded per game ratio during that time period, conceding only seven times. And here they are, and they allow three goals just like that in the Champions League match. Oh boy. You know, and check this out. Kareem Benzema became the first player to ever score a Champions League hat trick against Chelsea, and he scored three goals in a in a forty in the first forty six minutes of the game. <laughs> oh man! And, you know, going back to these facts right here again. You know, I appreciate Opta Joe so much, and you know, Opta Joe has to mention this, and I'm glad they did that. Chelsea suffered back to back home defeats. For only the second dime under the management and leadership of Mr. Thomas Tuchel. Hmm. And check this out. 
conceding three plus goals in in consecutive games at Stamford Bridge for the first time since October of 2012. Hmm. Oh boy, you know, and lately, you know, N'Golo Kanté, the tough, legendary Chelsea midfielder, has been struggling lately, and it it, it breaks my heart seeing. And go look on to struggle. But here's something else about Kareem Benzema. Only the third player in Champions League history to score a hat trick against the current holders of the of the tournament. Of, of the competition, I should say. As we know, Chelsea are the defending champions. So Kareem Benzema is the third player in Champions League history to score a hat trick against the defending champions. The last pl- player to do that was Gareth Bale, who did it against Inter Milan back in the 2010-2011 tournament. Previously, it was Adriano who did it against FC Porto back in the 2004-2005 tournament. Huh. I mean, Kareem Benzema has had the habit of putting his name in the record books. And quite frankly, it's not going to stop. Huh. It's going to keep going. I can guarantee you that. So a couple more things, uh, you know, about this, you know, from up to Joe Man. You know, all these things about seeing how... How bad, you know, Chelsea just got beat like this. It's it's mind-boggling, honestly. But, you know, going back, you know, in, in how the game started, again, I, every, single, every single second of the game counted, as I mentioned earlier, because, you know, from the first 20 minutes, both teams were applying pressure against each other. They were, they had some chances, but were kind of not, not really in full rhythm. The game was kind of going... How we, we expected it to go, you know, both teams, you know, kind of, you know, being dominant in their own way, you know, like I said, Chelsea would threaten early on, Real Madrid would, th- would threaten early on, but both teams would thwart each other's attempts. I mean, they were playing soccer. They were literally like, okay, like you know, it, it kind of looked as though both teams had done their homework and they were showing no fear. Okay. But then when Kareem Benzema scores that first, his first goal of the game, which was that beautiful header, and then about two or three minutes later, again, I, I can't exactly pinpoint the exact window that it was, but I know that it was at least two minutes, but no more than three. But And then it's, it's 2 nothing, and I'm like, oh, man, just like that. And I'm like, you know, what, what the heck is going on? And then around closer to the end of the first half, you know, Chelsea, you know, now, now Chelsea did not give up. Chelsea just kept going at it and going at it and going at it, okay? But then in, in the 40th minute, Kai Havertz, with an assist from Jorginho, you know, cuts the lead in half to 2-1 to one on a brilliant goal. That was a, even a header as well, I, I believe. But I, I don't remember it exactly, but... So we, and then I tweet, I get on Twitter, I say, well, now, now we got the game. Now we have a game because Chelsea's not going away. And I didn't expect him to go away. You know, as you mentioned, both goals from Benzema, you know, the fact that they both had assists, you know, the first one was from Vinicius Jr., the second one by Luka Modric. You know, that again justifies my claims earlier that Real Madrid has again found team chemistry and a winning mentality. Okay. So it's, it's uh, so right before halftime, you know, Kareem Benzema was so close, and I mean so close to having a hat trick in the first half, but man... Kick, it was just so unfortunate. I mean, that's one of the rare misses that Kareem Benzema has. That's one of the rarest moments right there that he just misses a goal that's just that simple. But it, it, the only thing it proves is that Kareem Benzema, while he might be Superman, <laughs> he's still human. He's <laughs> he's still human. He's not perfect. 
And I guess the same thing goes for Edouard Mendy. But, you know, but speaking of Edouard Mendy, you know, the, the third goal that, that was conceded, I mean, Edouard Mendy was, man, you know, it was certainly a botch on his end, but it was also kind of a botch on the on the Chelsea, on that, that certain defender. I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been Antonio Rudiger. I don't I don't remember exactly. But but watching the highlights, you know, before I did this show, you know, just to to do a last second study to kind of get my mind refreshed a little bit. I mean, either way, it was bad. That defender made a mistake. You know, couldn't you know dribble the ball correctly, and then Edouard Mendy found it found himself just just in the wrong position, wrong place at the wrong time. Oh boy! And then Kareem Benzema just takes full advantage of it, breaks free, and you know, Manuel Mendy has no chance because he's so far away from the goalpost. And that's and, that, and that's the hat trick, and bam. And and, and I forgot to mention, uh, and, I, and I did actually, uh, well, might, might have actually mentioned it. Um, actually, no, that uh, Benzema is actually tied as the second as the second highest scorer currently in the in the tournament with eleven goals. Not surprisingly, it's Robert Lewandowski who was at who was the top, you know, with number twelve. You know, and speaking of Bayern Munich, them losing one nothing to Villarreal, man. Then expe- then expected to see that. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, but anyway, wanted to make sure I actually clarified that. So, anyway, but going back to this game, you know, after Kareem Benzema has his hat trick, you know, Chelsea just immediately, immediately kicks into the highest gear that they can possibly be in. So, because after that, Chelsea just starts picking up the pace. They start applying just an excruciating amount of pressure. You know, even Real Madrid's defense, although they're still lining up correctly, I mean, you could just tell they're being overwhelmed. Now they're being challenged. Now they can't afford any sloppy mistakes or any sloppy play because if that happens, then Chelsea's going to get right back into the game. Okay? You know, I by my count, by my count, Chelsea missed at 6 Chances to score. Six of them. One of which was the Romelu Lukaku header. You know, I believe, you know, uh, Cesar Aspicueta. I always have a hard time uh, pronouncing his name, but he, I believe he, he, he was the captain for this game. Cesar Aspicueta. There we go. Cesar Aspicueta had a cross. I believe it was I believe it was him. And then Lukaku had that header right there. And Lukaku did make contact with the ball, but I think, you know, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I just know that that was a chance right there that was missed. You know, Reese James also not long after that. You know, Mason Mount as well. You know, Chelsea was you know still like applying the pressure, trying to trying to score, and you know Thibaut Courtois you know making several big saves. I mean, you know, the, the fact you know it, the matter is Thibaut Courtois just really like was so fearless and, and resilient. You know, the Real Madrid defense would do its best, but sometimes we'll be caught, you know, off guard or, you know, kind of be tricked by the brutal Chelsea offense. But Thibaut Courtois would, would just basically be, immediately just step up at the right place at the right time and then just deny Chelsea. But, but man, I, I, I ain't kidding you. You know, six ch- chances. You know, Gold.com says 
that there was one big chance, one big chance missed by each uh, team. Now, as far as Real Madrid goes, aside from the one with, with Kareem Benzema, I don't remember the other big chance missed opportunity because I don't think the highlights showed it. But, but I, I'm telling you, you know, even if Goal.com doesn't doesn't see that what I see as a big chance miss, I mean, I do because those were certainly goal scoring opportunities, and Chelsea had at least six of them and, and could not capitalize. I mean, if they had capitalized on at least four of them, Chelsea would have won the the game five to three. So those goals were, were were just you know so badly like just not taken. Well, I I can't say badly taken. It was just Chelsea was honestly, unfortunately, I, I think it's it is fair to say they were they were unlucky because they had their chances. They they just could not get the ball into the back of the net. So it is fair to say that Chelsea was unlucky. You know, it, it's unfortunate honestly because they, they were they did not give up. I. For me, if I were to come here and say that Chelsea completely gave up, they quit, that's wrong. They applied the pressure in the second half, especially, you know, after after the horrible conceding of the third goal, you know, again, Edouard Mendy kind of like messing up and, you know, honestly, as far as, far as Edouard Mendy goes, look, he is the, <laughs> he's still the best in the world, but you know what? Much like Kareem Benzema, he's not perfect. Edouard Mendy's not perfect, but that particular play, he he was at fault, as was the Chelsea defender. But you know, look, as far as Mendy goes, he, he's not perfect, and hopefully um, he'll regroup. And I'm sure that you know, I'm sure he, maybe he'll pick up the pace. But we'll have to wait and see. But you know, Chelsea uh, Chelsea's defense, you know, only had like a total of five clearances. And, you know, and Real Madrid's defense had 15. So Real Madrid's defense, while Thibaut Courtois made those fantastic saves. You know, because those saves, the, the ball would be deflected. So, Cole 12 would, like, kind of hit the ball away. And then it would be up to the Real Madrid defense to clear the ball away. So, so the Real Madrid defense was certainly extremely resilient and, you know, and, and playing as a team. So, so there's, the, there's the team chemistry and teamwork that I was talking about, too. You know, the goalkeeper and the defenders, you know, working together to, to eliminate the threats despite the heavy pressure that was added, that, that was given, to, that was put on them by Chelsea. So... Man, Thibaut Courtois, a total of four saves. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, the Real Madrid's defense, a total of nine in receptions, too. And, you know, and uh, Edouard Mendy, you know, two saves of his own. So, you know, Edouard Mendy's, you know, while it wasn't a good day for him, you know, he still, you know, had a couple, you know, he still had a, one or two beautiful saves. You know, I, I did see, I, well, he had two, obviously, because of that one. But, yeah, Edouard Mendy still, you know, did his best, so you know I'm not gonna take anything away from him. So, but man, but honestly, the the bottom line is is you know, you know five shots on target for Chelsea right there, five shots on target. So, again, that shows the, the at least the six uh, chances that they missed. I mean, see, there's the proof right there because I saw the highlights, you know, and I saw the game, so the highlights kind of clarified to show me that, that I saw what I saw that that what I saw was right so that, that's why I went back and saw them but but man Chelsea missing those opportunities is really what killed them and, you know Cesar Aspilicueta you know I think I had one of his shots was blocked and he created another one to Romelu Lukaku Lukaku his header just went completely bad and then I, I think you know Reese James and Mason Mount you know had other chances of their own and it was tough it, it really was and Lukaku actually did not start this game Lukaku actually came in and he relieved uh, Christian Pulisic and Pulisic for the most part was quiet 
uh, I was at, you know it was good to see him play. You know he's just finishing his uh, latest international duty, helping the United States qualify for the World Cup. So yeah, it was definitely good to see Christian Pulisic play. Uh, Angola Conte played, but from him, you know, didn't see really much from him. He's been struggling lately. You know, looking at, at, at the starting lineup, you know, Kai Havers was the sole striker with Mason Mount and then Christian Pulisic right behind him. Thomas Tuchel le- utilizing three defenders, four midfielders, two forwards, and a lone striker. And then to con- and to, to counter that, Carlo Ancelotti used the 4 by 3 by 3 formation with four defenders, three midfielders, and three strikers with Kareem Benzema right in the center. And Vinicius Jr. on one side and Federico Valverde on the other side. It was, you know, Tony Cruz actually came in. And, you know, speaking of Tony Cruz, you know, actually played pretty well. You know, Casemiro and Luka Modric, you know, looking pretty good as well. Although I didn't didn't see, I might have missed a lot of things from them. But, you know, one of the key factors is Eder Militao, who picked up a yellow card, will be suspended for the second leg. So that's definitely, uh, that's definitely a major loss for Real Madrid. But, you know, Fernand Mendy actually played and did you know, obviously, you know, for him, you know, he, he didn't pick up a yellow card, so that was fortunate, so. You know, to, and seeing on Tony Cruz, you know, Eduardo Camavinga came in the game as well, you know, re- relieving uh, Tony Cruz. So, in my case, uh, seeing Eddie Camavinga play was cer- certainly great, so. You know, and speaking of Ed- Eddie Camavinga, I'm really hoping that he can play well enough and have the opportunity so he can actually earn a, a call-up to the French national team for Qatar. But... Honestly, you know, Real Madrid just really like it's it's overwhelming because without having to repeat too much what I've said, although I'm I'm pretty sure I've already done that, but Real Madrid just came ready to play. I mean, they you could just tell they they did their homework now, and it was never a slow start. I mean, again, the first twenty minutes was kind of how the game was expected to go because both teams are pretty tough, so both teams were just immediately didn't waste any time. You know, took control of the ball threatened each other, you know, and put pressure on each other's on each other. So and then of course Chelsea kind of goes into a little bit of a of a muck up and then they can see two goals, you know, on headers, you know, in a 3-minute span. So but but then when Kai Havertz, you know, cut it in half, you know, I said to myself, "Well, this is you know, this is this is the game right there there's there's the game. It's back." So don't be surprised if in the second half Chelsea how, do you, uh, how should I put it? Chelsea like increases the excruciating pressure on Real Madrid's defense and manages to equalize or even score two unanswered goals to win the game, but that didn't happen. But although, like I said, Chelsea did in fact increase the excruciating pressure and had all their score all their scoring chances. And again, you know, by my count, a total of six chances were missed. One of them was a shot on goal. One of them not so much, but it was but it was still a chance. It was still a chance, either way. Believe me, I saw the highlights, guys. I know what I saw, but but five shots on target, and you know, and you know, four and four of them, you know, being missed. Now one of them was on, one of them was good because you know Havertz was able to put the ball in the back of the net, but then the other four, then I guess two of them that were off target, that were that were still chances from what based on what I saw. It's it's unfortunate, but really honestly, Chelsea was just had the unfortunate. Issue with the fact that they were just uh, they were just unlucky, but but the fact that we got to give Chelsea credit is they didn't give up. They still tried, and again they were unlucky because they just could not put the ball in the back of the net, despite the fact that those opportunities were su- 
superbly gold, golden superb opportunities, if I may. Well, the bottom line is they were the best opportunities and Chelsea failed to cash on it. So there's that. So moving forward, well, as far as uh, Chelsea coming back from this, man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the second leg is in Madrid. Let's not, let's not forget that. So, now the, the second leg, if I'm correct, is actually gonna take place up take place next Tuesday at two o'clock. Certainly cannot wait for that for that one. But you know the fact, and let, let's keep in mind, you know, the away goals rule is not in effect. So so it's three to one on on aggregate. So and honestly, now that Chelsea has to deal with a three to one deficit, and it's gonna be in, in Madrid and. We saw last time when uh, when Madrid was in was in a kind of was in a two nothing aggregate deficit at home, and then they came back and, and then they came back and scoring a hat trick. So, so Real Madrid is is very likely to seal the deal at home. So, so it might be safe to say that Chelsea's title reign might come to an end, end next week. But, but honestly, we we have to wait and see because anything could happen. But, but knowing Real Madrid, how pretty tough they are I mean I don't know if I really see them you know you know allowing Chelsea to, to do this to them I mean you know last year this this first semi-final leg was in Madrid it was it was tight it was a 1-1 tie it was certainly great to you know seeing Christian Pulisic score that goal in the 14th minute was, was incredible but but this time honestly Real Madrid you know you know again you know they're out for revenge and they're not gonna let Chelsea you know, eliminate them from the tournament, you know, on their home turf, so, so honestly, but still, you know, Real Madrid, you know, without either Militao in the second, in the second leg, they're gonna have to figure it out, but Chelsea's gonna, is gonna try to come back tougher this time, I mean, again, from the second half, those six opportunities that Chelsea had, I mean, that was, that was them inflicting excruciating pressure on Real Madrid, so expect Chelsea to inflict heavy, excruciating, painful pressure on Real Madrid in the second leg, so, Real Madrid better be ready for anything. But other than that, I honestly believe that Real Madrid's going to steal the deal at home. And and as far as Chelsea goes, well, it's unfortunate that it, it, it would end this way. But hey, Chelsea did their best. But we'll have to wait and see how, how the second leg goes to really see if Chelsea did their best in that one. So, second game, second leg is next week. And I'm certainly looking forward to it. Ladies and gentlemen... Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I'll see you all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.